0: hello and happy lent this is new creation common prayer today we are called to worship with psalm 97 the lord rules let the earth rejoice let all the islands celebrate clouds and thick darkness surround god his throne is built on righteousness and justice fire proceeds before him burning up his enemies on every side his lightning lights up the world The earth sees it and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of the whole earth. Heaven has proclaimed God's righteousness and all nations have seen his glory. All those who worship images, those who are proud of idols are put to shame. All gods bow down to the Lord. Zion has heard and celebrates. The towns of Judah rejoice. Because of your acts of justice, Lord, Because you, Lord, are the Most High over all the earth. Because you are so superior to all other gods. Those of you who love the Lord hate evil. God guards the lives of his faithful ones, delivering them from the power of the wicked. Light is planted like seed for the righteous person. Joy, too, for those whose heart is right. Rejoice in the Lord, righteous ones. Give thanks to his holy name. Today's Old Testament reading comes out of the book of Genesis, chapter 49, verse 29, through chapter 50, verse 14. Jacob ordered them, I am soon to join my people bury me with my ancestors the people who in know the, cave the celebratory that's in the shout of Ephron the they Hittite. walk in the light in the cave that's in the field Lord. of Machron near Mamre in, your name name all day long in long, the land of Canaan and are Abraham are by bought your righteous from Ephron the Hittites you are the splendor property. of their strength by that is where your Abraham favor, and his wife Sarah strong, are buried because our Isaac and Rebekah are buried king belongs where I holy one of Israel It is the field and the cave in it that belongs to the Hittites After he finished giving orders to his sons, he put his feet up on the bed, took his last breath, and joined his people. Joseph fell across his father's body, wept over him, and kissed him. Joseph then ordered the physicians in his service to embalm his father, and the physicians embalmed Israel. They mourned for him forty days, because that is the period required for embalming. Then the Egyptians mourned him for 70 days. After the period of mourning had passed, Joseph spoke to Pharaoh's household. If you approve my request, give Pharaoh this message. My father made me promise, telling me, I'm about to die. You must bury me in the tomb I dug for myself in the land of Canaan. Now let me leave and let me bury my father, and then I will return. Pharaoh replied, Go, bury your father as you promised. So Joseph left to bury his father. All of Pharaoh's servants went with him. Together with the elder statesmen in his household and all of the elder statesmen in the land of Egypt, Joseph's entire household, his brothers and his father's household, only the children, flocks, and cattle remained in the land of Goshen. Even chariots and horsemen went with him. It was a huge collection of people. When they arrived at the threshing floor of Atad on the other side of the Jordan River, they observed a solemn, deeply sorrowful sorrowful period of mourning. He grieved seven days for his father. When the Canaanites who lived in the land saw the observance of grief on Atad's threshing floor, they said, This is a solemn observance of grief by the Egyptians. Therefore, its name is Abel Mizraim. It is on the other side of the Jordan River. Israel's sons did for him just as he had ordered. His sons carried him to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave in the field of Machpelah, near Mamre, where Abraham had purchased his burial property from Ephron the Hittite. Then Joseph returned to Egypt, he, his brothers, and everyone who left with him, to bury his father. Today's epistle reading comes out of 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 17 through 34. Now I don't praise you as I give the following instruction, because when you meet together, it does more harm than good. First of all, when you meet together as a church, I hear that there are divisions among you, and I partly believe it. It's necessary that there are groups among you to make it clear who is genuine. So when you get together in one place, it isn't to eat the Lord's meal. Each of you goes ahead and eats a private meal, one person goes hungry while another is drunk. Don't you have houses to eat and drink in? Or do you look down on God's churches and humiliate those who have nothing? What can I say to you? Will I praise you? No, I don't praise you in this. I received a tradition from the Lord, which I also handed on to you. On the night on which he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took bread. After giving thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this to remember me. He did the same thing with the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Every time you drink it, do this and remember to remember me. Every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you broadcast the death of the Lord until he comes. This is why those who eat the bread or drink of the cup of the Lord inappropriately will be guilty of the Lord's body and blood. Each individual should test himself or herself and eat from the bread and drink from the cup in that way. Those who eat and drink without correctly understanding the body are eating and drinking their own judgment. Because of this, many who... Of you are weak and sick, and quite a few have died. But if, you have judged, if we have judged ourselves, we wouldn't be judged. However, we are disciplined by the Lord when we are judged so that we won't be judged and condemned along with the whole world. For these reasons, my brothers and sisters, when you get together to eat, wait for each other. If some of you are hungry, they should eat at home so that getting together doesn't lead to judgment. I will give directions about the other things when I come. Today's Gospel reading comes out of the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8, verses 1 through 10. In those days there was another large crowd with nothing to eat. Jesus called his disciples and told them, I feel sorry for the crowd because they have been with me for three days and have nothing to eat. If I send them away hungry to their homes, they won't have enough strength to travel, for some have come a long distance. His disciples responded, How can anyone get enough food in this wilderness to satisfy these people? Jesus asked, How much bread do you have? They said, Seven loaves. He told the crowd to sit on the ground. He took the seven loaves, gave thanks, broke them apart, and gave them to his disciples to distribute. And they gave the bread to the crowd. They also had a few fish. He said a blessing over them, then gave them to the disciples to hand out also. They ate until they were full. They collected seven baskets full of leftovers. This was a crowd of about 4,000 people. Jesus sent them away then got into a boat with his disciples and went over to the region of Dalmanutha. The Apostles' Creed is a statement of Christian faith that has been handed down in Western Christianity for well over 1,500 years. While shorter than the Nicene Creed, it beautifully summarizes the core tenets of Christianity about the triune God and the people of God called the Church. It faithfully hands down, through the ages, the beliefs given to the Church by the first Apostles of Jesus Christ, generation to generation now let's recite that faith handed down so beautifully together i believe in god the father almighty creator of heaven and earth i believe in jesus christ his only son our lord he was conceived by the power of the holy spirit and born of the virgin mary he suffered under pontius pilate was crucified died and was buried Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you wherever you're joining with us to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed, be with them, Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. Lord, during this season of Lent, give us the will to take up our cross and follow after your Son, Jesus Christ, in living a cruciform life. And now, let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father As we depart this time together, go with these words from Psalm 94. The people you discipline, Lord, are truly happy. The ones you teach from your instruction, giving them relief from troubling times until a pit is dug for the wicked. The Lord will not reject his people. He will not abandon his very own possession. No, but justice will once again meet up with righteousness and all whose heart is right will follow after. Today's song is How He Loves, performed by Sarah Middleton and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage.